another episode of Snacks in the City. I just don't feel like singing today because we recorded <laughs> a full, a fully jam-packed episode. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We hadn't had any technical difficulties lately, so we were due for one. And it will not load. So we are going to give you just the highlights from that. And hopefully we will be able to fix the problem. And maybe you'll get a little extra something this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so we're just going to do a little Father's Day Juneteenth quickie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. Another thing that's happening is I'm going to try really hard to remember what the top three was, but I do update that note in real time, and I already read last week's, this week's top three, and started taking notes for the next episode. So, um, what did I tell you last time? Oh, this will be a fun memory game. Um, It was literally three days ago. You'd think we'd be. I live a very exciting life. Oh, Chrissy Teigen's under fire. Chrissy Teigen is under fire. She came <clears throat> hard at uh, Courtney Stodden, Farah Abraham from Sweet 16 slash Teen Mom fame, and somebody else. Courtney Stodden became famous because she was 16 and looked like a blow-up doll. Like, her parents let her get plastic oh surgery God. and all the Why things. Why would you let your daughter do And she got married to Lieutenant Dan, who was 50 years old. Um, and it just, like, got really heated on Twitter. Well, she looks 50, so I guess it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, didn't always look like that. Like, when she first, like, before she had money because of her husband, um, she did look, like, she looked like a 16-year-old trying to be 30. You know, like, she looked like she was always doing dress-up. Like, so much makeup, really red lips. Oh, my God, and she used to be re- pretty. <laughs> she's gotten a little too much work done, so now she's, like, kind of aged, but... It just got really, um, really aggressive, and, like, Chrissy said some really horrible things, and so, you know, people are canceling her. She wrote, in my opinion, a really good apology. Um, she's talked about how she's been in therapy for a few years now. She's gotten sober. She's gotten married and become a mom, and she's, like, just the thought of somebody talking to my daughter one day like that makes me, like, literally cringe, and I get, like, a sharp pain in my body to think that I ever thought it was okay to, like, say these things um so she wrote this it was a long if you go to her instagram it's up it's like maybe four or five swipes worth of words but i think she does a pretty good job of like acknowledging that it's not okay and like people don't need to forgive her but she is doing the work um she's like going to like an accountability coach and like doing extra therapy and all kinds of things now it gets a little interesting because michael costello is a designer and he wrote a big, long thing about how Chrissy Teigen was awful to him. He has trauma, PTSD. He's been suicidal. Um, even went as far as to describe how he had, like, written his family letters, like, on his way out. Like, he like, oh was like, I wrote them letters to, like, tell them how much I wish I didn't feel like this. And I love them so much. And I hope that they, like, aren't too sad. They go on to, like, live happy lives. Like, suicidal. Um, and he's, like, going on and on about how it's Chrissy Teigen's fault, um, her and her stylist, Monica Rose, um, they, like, tried to get him blacklisted, and they told people, like, if you work with him, I'll never work with you, I'll tell all my friends not to work with you, um, and he's, like, going on and on, and the story he lays out, not good, the 
issue between them started because he was supposed to dress Chrissy Teigen for something, and then a story came out that he was um, calling an ex-employee the N-word. That's how the feud started. She was like, okay, I'm not going to work with you. I'm not going to let anybody else I know work with you. Like, people deserve to know that this is how you talk to me. And he's like, well, it was a fake tweet. It was photoshopped. Like, I didn't say that. But now multiple people of color who have worked with him or for him in the past are coming forward and saying, no, that was not a doctored tweet. That was not a doctored text. That's how he talks. And so then he's like, I don't know why people are saying that. I don't do that. But, like, there's kind of a lot of people. Then Leona Lewis, who sings, Wow, a serenade? Yeah. So she comes out and tells a story about how she was supposed to walk in a charity fashion show. And she had to sit in the audience and come up with lies for the press because he wouldn't dress her because he didn't want to fix the dress because she was too fat. Which, if you know what Leona Lewis used to look like back in the day, she was so thin. Yeah. He didn't want to edit the dress from zero to two, which I feel like is easy. Edit the dress. <laughs> hmm What's the word? Um, fix? No. Taylor? Yes. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to do it. And he, and he just didn't show up to her fitting, and then it was the day of the fashion show, and she was like, okay, I guess I'll sit in the audience. And she was nice. Like, she didn't even bash him in the press or anything, and even in her, like, little open letter she wrote, she was like, I'm not doing this to, like, call him out or, like, get people to go bash him. I'm just saying, like, when people offer genuine apologies, you should just meet them where they are and, like, let them grow. Like, Michael did do this to me, but then we continued to, like, be able to work together. Like, it was fine. And he, like, wrote her a note and was like, oh, my God, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he put up all these pictures of the different times he dressed her. And she was like, right, I'm saying, you changed. We have a fine relationship. Give Chrissy that same space. But then a makeup artist comes out and says, well, right, like, you can't call people out because you're not always the best and tells a story about how they worked together on a few different sets in the past and Michael was like sexually harassing him and he was like and it's not like bad I was not assaulted or anything but like when somebody tells you to stop or like they're uncomfortable and you just continue to do it not great and also he never apologized he just like stopped working with me <clears throat> like they just no longer work together mm. so dot 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 update to the story Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have put up, like, these formal-ass statements that their lawyers have written up with, like, receipts about how the photos that Michael Costello put up of, like, these screenshots he has to, like, prove Chrissy was, like, harassing him all these years of how, like, it couldn't possibly be real and it's photoshopped. Wow. I was shook. So she was like, well, I had my team look into it and I'm not, like... I'm not trying to discredit anything I've done in this moment. I'm still very much owning that and apologizing to people, but I'm not. That doesn't mean I have to sit and take somebody lying on me. Like that profile picture, um, I didn't have that profile picture until 2015 or whatever. Like she names the year. She's like, how I know this is photoshopped is because it, I could not possibly have this profile picture and that year. And this is what the screen looks like because Instagram didn't roll out this feature until 2000 whatever. And he's saying that Monica Rose and I, like the stylist, teamed up to like get him fired in whatever year. But she didn't join my team until four years after that. I didn't even know her. So how would we work together to get you fired 
when we didn't know each other. Like, receipts. And then John, being the husband that he is, was, like, tweeting Michael and was like, when are you going to admit that this is fake? When are you going to take it down? Like, it's getting really heated. So, there's that. Keep an eye on it because I saw in Dumas that a lot more problematic stories about Michael are going to come out. So, God. He seems like maybe he's a little snaky, and he swears up and down that um, the screenshots are real and the emails are real, but I don't know, because Chrissy's lawyer has really laid it out, and I, you know, you're a lawyer. Lawyers aren't allowed to, like, lie-lie. Yeah. So. We'll see how it all shakes out. I don't remember what the other stories were. That's fine. God, I'm so mad. <clears throat> I hope we can still get that episode out to you guys. I know. Well, just a teaser. There were two more stories. I just can't remember what they are. I do know that Who You Doin' oh, yeah. was the battle of the Whitney's, Whitney Port from the Hills versus Whitney Carson from Dancing with the Stars. I'm doing Whitney for obvious reasons. I'm also doing Whitney Carson Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a close race, but Whitney Carson did win um, because she's just like a sexy little thing. Right. And while Whitney Port is exceptionally beautiful, uh huh. I just feel like it's just not, she's, not the vibe for who you know, you're doing. You know, for like who you're doing, it's like dirty in the back of the bar. I'm going to be like, do you want to go home? Whitney Port just, she doesn't give that vibe. Right. Like you're going to ask her and she's going to say no. Yeah. Then it was the Battle of the Wills, Will Arnett versus Will Smith. I am doing Big Willie. Me too, and hopefully he has one. Oh, I think he does. I saw he's him. He's got to. Like, he has um, got to. He was filming, like, whatever that cartoon movie he did with Tom Holland. I watched just, like, a thing, like, a, on his Instagram. Of, they were, like, in front of the green screen to, like, shoot the trailer or something. And he was wearing one of those green suit things. And it was looking bulgy. You know what I mean. What's that song he sings? Welcome to Miami. Okay, we're not on the same page. Avenida Miami. I'm a little singing girl today. Party in the beat of the beat is on all night. Break it down. Welcome to Miami. Okay. And... You're ready to get into the mini topic at hand, mm-hmm. which is the men who made us. And I'm going to just say, my dad set me up for failure. I'm, I'm charging him with two counts. Ooh. The first one is that I don't know how to do anything by myself <laughs> because he does everything for me at the ripe age of 28. Mm-hmm. He does everything for me. And he also set me up for failure because I will never find a man who treats me the way that my father treats my mother. Like, we will all be swimming in the pool and she'll be like, oh my god. Talking to somebody else, she'll be like, oh my god, maybe I'll go make a gin and tonic. He will get out of the pool and go make it for her. In a Yeti. <laughs> um. Your dad is just, like, such a dad, such a husband. Like, it was... He's, like, America's dad. Yeah, it's... I mean, he's... He looks really mean, but he doesn't... 
I got that from him. <laughs> yeah, you did. He's chronically sure. frowning, but he's always having a good time. Yeah. Like, he's got strong Bruce Willis vibes, but, like, who's an actor that's, like, known for being nice? He's, like, Bruce Willis on the outside, but, like... Josh Gad. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Olaf. Samantha? <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like movie. he lives to like be a husband, be a yeah. dad. Like that was who. That when is he what he picked was, us up like, from the airport. Like any time I've ever asked anyone in my family, like, can you pick me up at O'Hare? I'll be there at like six. And they're always like, okay. My like, nobody, dad loves Your dad to do literally it or pulled that smiling. Was like, hey, girls, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it brings him so much joy to, drive to the airport because he's good at it. Um, um, oh my God, he is truly the best, you know, like better than all the rest, better than all the rest for sure. Um, yeah. So I just hope that when we find husbands, they have even a smidgen of a little Jim or a little Harry. Yeah. Cause like my grandpa is in the same boat. Like, I feel like I am just now learning how to do so many things <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like it's not that hard. I should have known this a long time ago. But also, it's nice that I didn't have to do it. Right. You I know? Could, like, like, I really I'm appreciate it. I can't. I can't. And you know what? Don't come for me. But, like, I am not touching anything in the undercarriage of my car. Never. Or the, the hood. Uh-uh. I don't even know how to. washer fluid. Winter washer fluid. Well, winter washer fluid. But I'm not. Checking I'm, or changing any oils. <laughs> I don't even know how to open the hood of my car. Oh, I always forget. I'm like, wait. What? Last time what? something happened to my car, my grandpa said, all right, I got it. I know what you need. Pop the hood. And I was like, what's the, where's the, what? I was like, do I do that from the outside or the inside? <laughs> oh my God, that's bad. And he was like, breathe. If you heard that pop, that was my shoulder because I'm 85. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so yeah, I love him for that, but also it's, it is hard now because you're older and like live out of the home. And so you can't just be like, this light's not working. Help me. Cause like, you know, he's not there. <laughs> but truly I wanted for nothing in life. Any time, I just feel like my whole life has been like, hip hop. Whether it's, I needed help with something, I needed money, I needed a ride. Like, my grandpa was always down to be, like, the nice, cool one. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to your friend's house? Do you ride? What time do you need me to pick you up? All right, let's go. Like, he just always was, like, I don't think he really ever tells me no at all. So it seems like we were both set up for failure, but we're going to fail together. <clears throat> I also, true life, got into a fight with an ex-boyfriend because my grandpa raised me like, there are just things that when you're a woman, you don't have to do. Like, the mm -hmm. men in your I life should provide that. Um, and so one time, I got into a fight with ex-boyfriend, and he was like, you know, that's your grandpa's fault. You can't just say things and then think that people know that's what you want. Like, you have to ask for them, and you can't just ask for whatever you want. And I literally was like, yes, I can. What are you saying? You should have said, you've clearly never been a grandfather before, and it shows. <laughs> like, I don't have, don't tell me. 
Because yes, I can. Because guess what? When I go home, I gotta blink and I can think about wanting something for dinner. And my grandpa will hand me fifty dollars and be like, "You work hard, go get it." That is so. Maybe I'll come over. Oh, my grandpa loves to give away money. Oh my God, Bree, which is We're also broke AF. I know. I actually asked him before I came and recorded the episode that now no one's going to hear until who knows when. But we're um, going to try to get it up for you. That's what he said. I don't think I'm allowed Hopefully to tell you. He this. doesn't have to try. That would be embarrassing for him. I just lived that, and it was. Woo! Because my dumbass went, oh, and stared right at what <laughs> was happening. Verbal. A verbal confirmation that I was aware of what was happening. So... Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god. I also I my dad actually has recently um started charging me for things. Is he and trying to teach me money? You? I think he's trying to teach me a lesson and it's yeah. like it's just a little too late. <laughs> I'm twenty eight. <laughs> This whole episode, we're just like, what did we talk about before? And also, let's just keep singing. Just keep singing. Just keep singing. Um, yeah, so that kind of hurt when he dropped us off at the airport and did not give me $20. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something I had to work through. And I made it through. And I still love him. Like, even, <laughs> like when I think about dancing with him at my what if when I get married, I want to cry. And he doesn't know what song we're dancing to. So hopefully I do get married. So eventually he will know. <laughs> he will know where your head was at with that. Because it is a really I know good choice. Like, yeah. It's a good choice. When you told me, I thought I was going to cry. I could cry just thinking about it. It's so nice. Right? Oh, that's beautiful for you. My grandpa kind of can't dance, so. Well, he can stand there. <laughs> he and can stand there. Yeah. Um. Also, just because... I think that my mom, hi, Tammy, I'm talking to you. I have explicitly told her not to listen to this show. I'm also having a flashback of what I just said, and so that's <laughs> But we can't I, censor ourselves. This is yeah. our stuff, man. But I think that she's been listening a little here and there, and so I wanted to make sure I include it in the quickie version of this. Shout out single moms, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was working double duty. Also, I need everyone to know, my mom had me when she was 18. Like, she was a boss. My life could have been very hard, but it wasn't because she was just like, she just had it like that, you and know? And she made the right choices. She did. And like, I don't know. I just remember having such a nice, fun life and like not wanting for anything, having like whether I was with my grandparents or with my mom, like I had such a good mama like, I didn't ever feel sad that my dad wasn't in the picture. Like, I cannot remember being sad about it. Ever. Because when you have a good mom, why do you need a mediocre dad, you know? Yeah, exactly. So if you have a single mom, just give her a little extra hug on Father's Day and she'll be like, wow, she loves me so much. Moms love that stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. We love the men that made us. 
<laughs> and the men that made you it could be anybody. It could be your godfather. It could be your brother. It could be your mom. It could be your. Because, <laughs> like, sometimes your dad's not your dad. But, like, they're yeah. your dad. Totally. Similar to the mom thing. I have small bruises all over my body, and I don't know how they got there. I do. Don't. <laughs> no. Okay, so now, Brie, will you please enlighten the public about Juneteenth? I sure can, sister. So, um, this week, actually, it became a federal holiday. Um, at first, it was just a state holiday. Um, it got signed into legislature or whatever the terminology is. Pritzker signed it into state law for Illinois. Um, and then, like, two days later... Joe Biden went ahead and made it a federal thing. And so June 19th is Juneteenth, Jubilee Day, Freedom Day, Emancipation Day, because the very last slaves learned two years after the fact um, that they were free. I was literally just going to be like, wait, you already told me this. But that's the point <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> oh, um, you guys, just to let everyone know, we were out last night. Until 5 a.m. If you're listening to this, we're sorry. And also, you're welcome. Yeah, like, we're sorry, but also, you're welcome, and, like, thanks for hanging in there. Yeah. Um, All right, continue. So, yeah. Uh, Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863. Word did not spread to the very last um, slaves in Texas until two years later. They finally figured it out. They got the news, and they were officially free. And so I think in addition to the 4th of July, um, this really feels like a step in the right direction because, you know, 4th of July, we're celebrating, like, America, woohoo, go freedom. But when that became a thing, that did not apply to, like, natives, women, black people, anyone that was not essentially a white man, like, that original 4th of July was not. And so now we have Juneteenth and it's really nice. It like feels very validating to be like, okay, now we're going to celebrate your freedom too. And too, you can celebrate. Right. Like I encourage you all to just like read about it. It's really not a like, this is for us or this is a, now I'm not going to celebrate the 4th of July. It's like these two things go together. Like this is. Oh, I true life almost said bang bang. What does that have to bang bang? <laughs> you were going the Greece route. Mm-hmm. I was not going that route. I was like, what does that have to do with this? Um, what's the next part? Kadingy di ding di dong. Do wop do wop do wop boo bidi boo bidi boo. So okay. This is literally a live look at our friendship every morning after we drink. We wake up and speak gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we gotta um, wrap this up. Yeah, because it's really I'm getting loose. Silly. Okay, I'm not seeing no, anything, sing anything else. else. But yeah, just read about it. Um, I'm gonna do a call to action. <clears throat> What's up, Biden? I'm sure you're a fan of the show. Oh, he totally listens. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden's kind of a daddy. No, please. Re- yeah, not that. now, but like. No. Yeah, Google young Joe Biden. 
Okay. He used to be fine as fuck. But um, my call to action is, so we've got the 4th of July, we've got Juneteenth, and I just feel like just to even it all out, we should for sure have, like, I don't know, because I'm not a scientist, I was going to say, but, like, a historian, so I don't know all the things. But I do know that I feel like the Native Americans deserve a holiday, too, because, like, you know, America really put them through it. Um, so there should just be, like, a day. And also, I read a thing about internment camps once upon a time, and so I think that Asian people should have a day as well. I think we should acknowledge all of the different things, and then it's, like, really whole. And then when everybody celebrates all the things, it's like, we can celebrate the freedom for everybody. Amen. Amen, sister. Um, and then Katie's Corner. We're not going to do, do Katie's Corner because we really got detailed and, um, All you have to know is that our guys are still in the running. Mm-hmm. Greg is a sweetie, 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 cutie boy. But maybe But maybe not. not. Um, and Carl is a weasel. Carl's a weasel. Greg is everything but, like, maybe half a weasel per what I read on the internet. Um, Aaron could get it, and so could Connor, but he can never do that cat shit around me. Oh, yeah, and the whole Aaron and Cody thing, we are Team Aaron over here. Oh, yeah. Because when someone comes to you and says all these bad things that someone just said about you, and you don't even look shocked, that's jarring. He really was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, he deserved to go home, and we really love Katie. We are really enjoying Katie. this her is the most interesting. showing, are you yeah. kidding? She's so relatable. She's so relatable. So I'm really and hoping... She, sponsors, she has a paid partnership with McDonald's. I want a paid partnership <laughs> with McDonald's. It's a dream sponsor. I guess we do, but I do all the paying every weekend. <laughs> um, um, so hopefully the actual full episode where we laugh and sing less... <laughs> and speak English. Name that Asia. <laughs> It's Phil of the Future. Okay, wow. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at sex underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. You can follow us on TikTok at underscore snacks in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks, snacks out. out.